This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. Down, go ahead, 5.07 on this Tuesday. Rainy Tuesday. A little break right now. We'll have more coming, though. Time for the BA Breakdown. We check in with Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon. He joins us live. Hey, Michael. Tyler, how's your Tuesday going besides being a little wet? Yeah, it's going good. We're doing good here. and We're actually having a lot of fun in the last hour. We've been talking about parallel parking because there's a survey that says a lot of people are actually scared of it and they would rather like go catch spiders than try to parallel park. So <laughs> I'd just say thanks for all those angled spots in the Rose District because I don't have to do it much. Well, you do if you're going our side streets. Yeah. But, uh, but you do have the angle parking. We do have some some uh, back-end parking like they did at Cherry Street on South Main. So we got all kinds of variety in terms of parking downtown. Well, let's uh, check on things in Broken Arrow. I saw that the uh, city council last week, they uh, approved the uh, latest uh, bond package. Uh, or I guess the plans for it. So I just thought let's break that down and let's look okay. at, a, at a general obligation bond and when it goes to the voters and all of that to just explain it. So let's start with the very beginning. What was the general obligation bond and, and how does that get uh, to where it needs to go to the voters? Well, a, a general obligation bond is a common financing tool that cities, states, uh, school districts uh, specifically use to fund large capital improvement projects you know, for example, roadways, public buildings, storm drains, uh, curbs, uh, police stations, fire stations, really large capital in, improvement projects. And in, in Oklahoma, in order to um, to actually to um, borrow general obligation bonds or go out for the general obligation bonds, you have to have voters approval. And so you put a package together, which in Broken Arrow, the last time we did this, you know, we took input from the council, the staff, the community. And then we put a package together and we had three public meetings and then council makes the decision based on what funds are available. The last bond package we approved in 2018 was right at $211 million, which was a no tax rate increase uh, to the to the voters. It was six propositions made up of transportation, public safety, city facilities, parks and recreation and two stormwater pro uh, propositions. And all six of those passed. Um, uh, actually, I think the lowest one was was in the uh, low 60s. Uh, all of them passed, and then at that point, now you have authorization to actually uh, go out to to uh, to basically get the funds necessary for the projects. And this was a 10-year package, so we had to break it up into 10 years. Okay, that was kind of part of my next question. So that was the 2018 package, but here we are in 2023, uh, still making decisions at the city council level. So what was decided last week? Well, the city councils decided that um, we're going to sell $35 million in general obligation bonds from the 2018 bond package. And there are a total of 27 projects that are in the $35 million that council approved to move forward with. 15 of those projects are transportation uh, type projects. And then the um, 
the remaining projects are uh, public safety, uh, quality of life type projects, city facilities, and stormwater. That's what totals the 27 projects, with once again, the majority of the work to be on our streets and roads and then and those types of improvements that uh, have helped with our transportation and management plan. So we'll talk more about that uh, as we go forward. I just wanted to get a, a little background on it. So thank you for that explanation. Sure. It's Michael Spurgeon, the Broken Arrow City Manager. This is the BA Breakdown. If you have a question, you can text us, 918-460-KRMG. And someone has done that. Uh, we'll okay. ask, ask their question uh, in just a bit. First, I wanted to get a update from you. I think there's uh, some good news in the transportation world out there. We mentioned this recently because I think we had a previous text about Albany and County Line, and they were they were just, I guess, uh, you know, like most people get a little tired of the construction. I think they'll be happy with this news then. They will. I mean, just generally speaking, to complete a road project from like two lanes to five lanes or possibly from three three lanes to five lanes, you can, you can anticipate that it's going to take approximately a year to complete that project from the time that the actual, the contract is awarded, the, the contractor mobilizes, and then actual work begins. It normally takes about a year. If there's a bridge involved, it actually could be longer than a year because that requires a lot of additional work. Uh, right now, the city has four miles of, of road in the community, mainly in the north and then in the northeast part of our city, that three three of those miles are under construction. And as you mentioned, Albany is currently being widened from Lynn Lane to County Line Road. And there was a major portion of that project, which was the intersection at County Line Road and Albany, and that's right by the high school. And since late, excuse me, early last summer, that that uh, intersection has been under under construction and really kind of just chokes down traffic. And it's very difficult, obviously, for the kids to get to school or their parents to get their kids to school. And I'm pleased to say that for the most part, it's back open uh, basically to where it's much more functional right now. We don't have the traffic signals, obviously, because uh, those have to be ordered. But um, it is it is much better. It was open late last week, and that's going to help move traffic in that area, specifically in the mornings and afternoons whenever the kids come to school and go home. All right, that's Albany and County Line. And our text question today comes from Debbie in Broken Arrow. And she says, uh, what is the building that's going up at 101st and County Line Road? So a little bit south of there. Do you know about that? What what area was that again? What was Debbie's uh, question? New Orleans, County Line. There's some building, I guess, going up. She's curious if you know what it is. That would be Albany, Albany and County Line right there across from the high school. No, New Orleans, 101st. 101st and actually you know what uh i believe that's a uh i heard that was going to be a dollar general ah okay or some some type of uh, retail commercial site that was um i'm about 90 percent sure that's accurate i'd heard that it was it got approved and then it it uh actually they weren't sure if it's going to go forward and then i noticed the construction and just haven't had a chance to ask our uh, planning division but i'll check and i'll have aaron follow up with you but i do know that that corner did get approval for the a, a dollar store uh, type uh, building all right very cool i have one last thing just for a quick one after you and i spoke last week we got a chance to interview russell did uh, jw roth with notes live about the amphitheater and uh we were talking about the sound and some listeners as as they have mentioned in the past um, some of our listeners were curious about the, the noise in the area. So I just wanted to double back and ask you, they think they can construct that amphitheater in a way that reduces area noise, right? So it's not just that it'll go down the turnpike and nobody will hear it. It's also part of the construction design. Absolutely. And that's currently the due diligence is being done by the Notes Live team to determine exactly the placement 
and how to do that uh, on the 41 acres we're in the process of purchasing. And we should know probably sometime in early to mid-December exactly how they're going to lay it out. And then we're going to have a informational meeting sometime in early January, I believe, where, where the folks that live within that area, they're going to receive a letter from my office probably next week or so that invites them to that meeting to learn about exactly the placement or proposed improvements, the traffic management plan, because that's what people want to know, the questions they have about the impact that the the uh, venture is going to have on them. We want to make sure they're fully aware. But there are opportunities in ways that they can reduce that sound, we understand, and they're going to share all that with us in December and then once with the public as soon as we set that meeting up. I'm glad you mentioned the meeting because that was another question we have. So, yeah, we'll pass that on when we know more about it once uh, once that goes out. Michael, thanks so much. We're out of time for today. Okay, talk to you next week. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.